0: That recliner almost chopped my mate's finger off. This is what our killer looks like. Tire. Everyone has been affected in one way or another by this terrible tomato onslaught.
1: There was a a standing lamp in this room. What
0: happened
2: to it? Attack of the Killer Objects! Welcome to Attack of the Killer Objects. I'm your host, Anastasia, as always. And my guest today is Olivia of Spooky. Hello. Hi, Liv. Thanks for coming back yet again. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. You're welcome, even though having you on today is a little bit like a lamb to slaughter because we're watching The Killing Tree. My dear,
1: we cannot rest until our work is complete. That one will pay for what she did to you.
0: Because this is your Christmas party, how about we get you a drink? And then, the real party can start. Tonight,
2: I bring you back. Sexy. no i i i didn't
1: get a lot of a lot of it at all
2: um there's like a lot of unnecessary characters in the film there's a lot of unnecessary like shots that purely exist for kills, and the kills aren't even that good. No, it it was a hard time trying to
1: find the best kill in this one.
2: Oh my god, right? I I, <laughs> I landed on something, and I'll give you my reason. I'm, I'm when, hoping when we, we get pick. It. I'm hope we pick the same thing. Knowing us, uh, maybe I don't know. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll find out. This one's a real wild card. Yeah. So you described it as like kind of a, a Chucky or a child's play off in some ways. A little bit. Yeah, in the sense okay, so the movie starts off with an old an elderly uh widow sitting in her living room talking to her dead husband, saying that these uh you know women are gonna pay for what they did, this family, and they've got like eyes marked out on um a bunch of people and uh I guess people that they were getting back at or hurting for whatever reason. And um this one girl is not marked out so she's the one who they haven't gotten yet or whatever. And then we see her put a Christmas tree in the middle of a pentagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a star of David. What, was it? It's supposed to be a pentagram though. It was like two
1: upside it was like two triangles put together. It looked like a star of David. You know
2: what? You're right. And I think they did that just so that the Christmas tree could fit in it. Oh, probably. But yeah, you're right. It was definitely not a pentagram, but yeah, it was definitely a star of David with a circle around it like it was supposed to be. A <laughs> yeah. <thing. laughs> Look, this budget was not high, guys. You know, I think I, I think they spent most of it on probably what the bad CGI. Graphics, yeah, I was like what little graphics they used. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say that they blew their budget on bad CGI, probably. I, I, I would have preferred
1: fake blood.
2: Uh actual fake blood. Not CGI was there CGI yeah, blood? It looked like it. Maybe some of it was CGI. <laughs> It's it's bad, yeah. This uh, we'll get into it anyway. She attempts to bring her husband back to life. She Yo, I lost.
1: thought it was his mom at
2: first for real though let's talk about this this woman especially when you see flashbacks later on of what he looks like as when he was alive this yeah. woman this woman yeah this woman a hundred percent looks at least 20 years older than him literally yeah it's it's a very May December situation you know yeah <laughs> Maybe a maybe a January December. I don't know. It's it's yeah. It's interesting. Anyway, yeah, his wife is definitely quite a bit older than him. So one thing that to me said that this was going to be not a great movie from the jump is when I saw who directed it. So it was directed by Reese Frake Waterfield. And if that name means nothing to you, it probably will when I tell you what he's also known for directing, which is. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I did see that come up when I was watching it on YouTube. Yeah, and um, that this movie is somehow better than that. Oh, really? But not by much. They're both <laughs> really bad. <laughs> But yeah, if you've seen Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, know that that bar is set and this is just a little bit above that. Like <laughs> Just a smidge. Um, Yeah, because for for the subject matter, this could have been hilariously cheesy and they could have made it fun.
1: It could have been like killer sofa cheesy.
2: Which was fun. We enjoyed Killer Sofa as bad as it was. I Killer Sofa. Right? But this this just doesn't have much joy in it. It's not particularly fun.
1: The Christmas joy was not there. No. And you don't... Christmas r- spirit
2: was not in the hearts of the Whovians in this movie. No. No. And it's also weird because they just don't really make you care about the characters much there's no the acting was shit the acting's bad but acting was real bad (laughs) it was but i feel like it would have been even worse if it was american actors
1: oh my god it would have been horrible (laughs)
2: because there's something about about um british accents that puts a little bit of a polish on a turd you know what i mean (laughs) Oh yeah, I get that. Like the acting's bad, but like you're having like having
1: an accent just makes you. It's like when having an accent just makes you sexier, kind of.
2: Yeah, like to my American ear, you know, uh, everything's just a little bit better with a British accent. <laughs> I know it my. It really br- is. I know my British friends are not gonna agree with me. They're like, my voice is not special. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it a little further. So we get a little backstory here, this killer couple. Okay, so they are Christmas killers and they go after Rich people who have too much money and are greedy and selfish in their eyes?
1: Something like that. They don't really ever explain, like, the reason. And they're just like, they'll listen to us this time.
2: <laughs> they're Yeah, they're, like, cartoonishly evil. But if you're into socialism or anarchy or anything like that, like, it doesn't make the people who are supposed to be the heroines of the film Sympathetic at all? Because then it's like, yeah, either rich, okay, yeah, and <laughs> isn't <it> bad that. <laughs> That the flashbacks of the guy
1: kind of reminded me of uh, Voldemort in the Harry Potter movies. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's
2: just the way he fucking acted. I don't know
1: why I thought of that, but I did.
2: I kept thinking of Gene Simmons because of the way Yo, he actually I literally looked. wrote
1: fucking Gene Simmons, man. I wrote that on my paper.
2: <laughs> yeah, he looks a little bit like Gene Simmons when he was younger. Like an um, evil Gene
1: Simmons.
2: Yeah, comically evil British Gene Simmons is the killer. <laughs> and um, something goes wrong in the spell that his wife uh, has been chanting in Charles Lee Ray fashion. And uh, instead, <laughs> instead of bringing him back from the dead in his human body, he's in the Christmas tree. And then he looks in the mirror and's like, what fresh shell is this? I'm not supposed to be in this body. What the hell? And then he lashes out at his wife and accidentally slits her throat with his
1: I, scratchy he's branches. Like quivering.
2: Yeah. And then he's like immediately he's like, like oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. I'm so sorry, babes. So uh, sorry. And now, and now he's like, they'll pay for what they've done.
1: Even though he's the one that killed her.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. He wouldn't have had to have been brought back uh, to life in a Christmas tree if this girl hadn't testified on the stand for uh, him murdering her parents. I mean, H- he how originally
1: dare she... wouldn't have been brought back as a Christmas tree if he chose better actions and life choices.
2: I mean, I agree with you clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mocking him. Anyway, so... Now the cartoonishly evil uh, Christmas tree, uh, serial killer in a Christmas tree body, um, <laughs> Trunk, <laughs> is uh, on the loose. You know, kill count, we've got one dead, and he didn't even mean to do that. That was an accident. <laughs> I guess there's... I guess three if you count the flashback where you see him kill her parents. Which I guess you that really only... True. I guess you really only see him kill one person because it's the dumbest shot ever so in the flashback we just see him like creep into the room and then we don't see any bodies we just see him stabbing at something on the ground which was probably i don't know a pillow or something yeah it's kind of uh, it, it
1: the act is just fucking horrid just absolutely horrid
2: Fuck that, the direction right there is horrid. Here, kneel on the other side of the bed where the camera can't see anything and just kind of stab wildly. Okay. (laughs) Stab, stab, stab.
1: Pretend (laughs) this pillow is a person that you're killing. (laughs)
2: Yeah, and action. Yeah, uh, what the fuck, man? So then we're like in completely present daytime. It's Christmas Eve, and uh, we meet our main character who I'm gonna literally have to look up their name because they don't, I don't feel like they say their names enough in this movie. Maybe they do. I don't know. Faith, that's right. So we find out Faith that or Faith, something like that. It's Faith. Like it's got a, you know, like a Christmassy, religious uh-huh. name. Oh, my god! So, Faith is the one whose parents were murdered by these killers last year in this very house that she's still in. And this is, like, going to be her last hurrah in the house. She's selling it and, you know, like, cleansing her life of these bad memories. So, <laughs> hmm And she's chatting with her friend Cindy, I believe is her name? Yes. Cindy. Now, Cindy's like, you know you've been up here for like hours and we're having a party downstairs stop being such a humbug you know have a drink and you know let's she starts let- yelling
1: at her that somebody's coming out of your tv cindy
2: sorry scary movie reference oh i know the reference <laughs> cindy your tv is leaking Yes, anyway. Anyway, no, but she gets a message and she starts, like, tapping away on her phone and getting kind of, like, giggly or whatever. And uh, Faith's like, what are you up to? She goes, oh, what you reckon? (laughs) And, uh, no, you're still doing that. And this is where we find out that Cindy is a sex worker, a high-end sex worker. And she's flirting with one of her clients um for money presumably (laughs) because nothing's free in the world of sex work uh usually not anyway anyway so they she finally convinces cindy finally convinces faith to go downstairs and we get kind of a hodgepodge of some of the guests just like we zoom in on a couple of guests that we don't really care about at all for any reason um like i don't even know if i would know their names otherwise i think so one of them's name is maria and i think the other one's name is alex and they're like this little couple alex looks really dressed down for the occasion compared to everybody else everybody else is in like semi-formal christmas attire and he's like in a hoodie and trainers you know what i mean and jeans yeah he's like not fancy <laughs> um
1: yeah he was very underdressed at the party
2: yeah but his date, who's like this foxy redhead with a pretty green dress. Uh, she's... Like a Lindsay Lohan wannabe almost. Kind of. She looks similar. Um, she's definitely got a lot of lip fillers, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it wasn't just me that noticed that. Yeah, no, her lips were juicy in all the wrong ways. <laughs> it, it didn't look like it. It was a very good job. Yeah, no shame for getting surgery. That's uh you know, your you choice and whatever. You. Yeah, you do but you. I'm shaming the surgeon because it looked bad. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh so these two, she's talking so Maria, the redhead, is talking mad trash about Faith. Like, if you hate her so much, why are you at her fucking party? Yeah. Like, don't fucking go there if you don't like her. And she accuses her of like having this party to like get sympathy. I guess, and attention from the death of her parents, which is really definitely, like, the acting's not good, but that's definitely not where this character's coming from. She's, like, legitimately haunted and probably has PTSD from the Endeavor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, um... I mean, anybody would after seeing... Your parents get stabbed to death and then being chased by a murderer? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. (laughs) Than having to testify against him, yeah, I'd be fucking traumatized. You
1: know, I will admit though that that party looked really fucking lame. It looked really lame because
2: it's in her stuffy, like British country estate. This, you know, this big, like Downton Abbey looking fucking house. <laughs> yeah, and um, it's just every room you go into is like some bored looking people just drinking and politely chatting. There's, like, not music happening. There's no games happening. No one looks like they're having that much fun at all. It's just a
1: very awkward party.
2: Much like our experience watching this movie. Yeah. (laughs) The vibe of the room was the vibe of the entire movie. For real, though. It's just really... Hmm. Then we see in another room, um, a closer friend, I believe her name is Louisa, and Louisa is having an argument with her girlfriend. There. He was also very underdressed. Yeah, the girlfriend's dressed like she's going to the club. She's yeah. in like the shortest skirt ever and like go-go boots, like up past thigh high go-go boots at that. Um Yeah, but they're, you know, it it sounds like she's cheating on her because, like, they're arguing about whether or not she can look at her phone and all this, like, distrustful nonsense. And they've only been dating for, like, a couple of months, so it doesn't sound super serious, you know? But uh, the friend, Louisa, is clearly, like, into this girl, even though this girl's a twat. Yeah, she is a huge twat. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, that's that. We find out that backstory to that character for some reason. Totally not important, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um yeah, just like that those side characters that we just saw a minute ago shit talking. No point to that. Um and then we flash back to the gang. It's like the core group of four girls that or I guess so our our main chick, her best friend, the sex worker and then the girl who we just met, Louisa, who's fighting with her girlfriend, she's one of the close friends. And then there's one other girl who I want to say her name is Tina? No, I think that's the girlfriend's name. Oh, the girl- oh, you're right. The girlfriend's name is Tina. So this would be Becky then. I
1: don't know, but her outfit was gorgeous. I love the sparkly
2: one-piece jumpsuit. Very fun sparkly one-piece jumpsuit. If Probably I- my favorite. Favourite outfit out of everybody. Agreed. Um, If I was tall and impossibly thin, I would also rock a jumpsuit like that. But I'm short and curvy, so... You could get stilts. I would rather die. <laughs> I think that would be quite entertaining. It would, but I'm quite clumsy and I'm pretty sure i fucking murder myself that way. <laughs> yeah anyway um so oh so they're just chit-chatting and they're telling louisa that she should break up with her bitchy uh girlfriend and then uh all the while our girl uh cindy is trying her best to get faith fucking shit-faced she comes over and takes. Oh, she's trying so hard. She literally pours an entire decanter of wine. I don't know. By the way, I don't know why wine would be in a decanter instead of still in the bottle it came in. But what else? Some people could that put have been? it in so that it can breathe better. Oh, I, I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair.
0: I don't Most... know much
1: about wine, but I know a little bit. I mean. I've just never seen anyone
2: put wine in a decanter,
1: to be honest, but... I mean, most people just pop the cork, take the cap off, you know, and just let it sit for how long ever and drink it. Yeah, I mean, I, I used to work at a
0: restaurant. Or if you're
1: like me, you just pop her open and say, fuck it, and drink it right then and there. Sure, bud.
2: Whatever you gotta do. I love wine. I'm not a big fan, to be honest. I'm just not a big drinker, though, to be honest. But anyway, so back to this. So she pours the whole thing into this giant, like, mega wine chalice. Like, yeah, one it's t- one of the cups that could fit an entire, entire bottle. bottle. Yeah, exactly. So she gives her an entire <coughs> bottle of wine and one big glass and hands it to her. It's like, that little puny glass uh, won't do. This is your one drink. <sighs> Thanks a lot. Because <laughs> she clearly, like, wants to be Clear-headed and not get drunk. So now they're just chit-chatting, and you know, a lot more of shoveling wine into her face and whatnot. And then we pan back out to the bitchy girl and her boyfriend, and they are like, "Let's leave. Let's go out to the pool." You know, there's this party's a drag, and honestly, they're not wrong. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they're not. But I mean, and then a little. So they're in England somewhere. Isn't it a bit it chilly in fucking December on Christmas Eve to be hanging out at the pool? Yeah, they do get snow, right? Like, what the fuck? That's that's chilly. That's a, and honestly, when they pan to her and she's in a full bikini, like she brought that and planned for it. Well, you see her in goosebumps at one point. That's what I was about to say. You can see the goosebumps, so you know she's fucking cold. But anyway, or they're... or that makeup session is just hot as
1: fuck it didn't look hot as fuck it did not look hot as fuck i was just trying to make it sound better they had like zero chemistry <laughs> oh, right
2: um but yeah they're making I, out- I
1: thought he was gonna go after the main girl
2: Oh, like oh, you hate her he was so talking much, about huh? Her, yeah, yeah, because he was like, you know, kind of defending her a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, but no. ditch this bitch
1: and go for the main girl. No, he went for the bitch. Mm-hmm. They look up and
2: oh my god, killer Christmas
1: tree!
2: Ah <laughs> oh, ha ha! That's what he does. <laughs> it's so dumb. Oh my god. So he grabs he has these like tentacle cgi branch arms that reach out and tear the boyfriend in half
1: it it's quite
2: comical it's so bad looking oh my god it's all it's oh so bad and did he like try to drown her and then she gets out and then what did he do electrocute her what did he do to her so he started to drown her. Right.
1: And then the boyfriend like ran and he like slipped on an ornament and fell over and knocked himself out. And I fucking howled. I was like, who the fuck gets knocked out by that? Um, But whatever. So oh, then that's he gets true. Picked that was up, funny. And that's when he gets ripped apart and she's like running out of the pool. She locks herself into like the fucking oh, pool. The pool house a pool house and she's like ah, 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 there's like the worst acting of somebody dying i've ever seen mm-hmm. she didn't even have tears i would yeah. have been profusely crying and probably would have pissed myself at some point yeah sure
2: you're being chased by a fucking living christmas tree well exactly and your boyfriend just got ripped in half like a piñata? <laughs> and I I would not have ran into a pool house. No, because then you're trapped. But no, exactly. but what was the final killing blow for her then, though?
1: He shoved the his tree arms into the pool door and
2: stabbed her. That's right. She gets stabbed in the gut with the uh branch. Yeah, he goes like
1: <laughs> and he just keeps his arms
2: at her. Uh, so they're dead.
1: Okay, so Her and her friend meet on the stairs, and her friend's dressed as a giant Christmas popper, and I love it. That's true. That's correct. That would be um, me at the Christmas party. I'd be the one in the Christmas popper costume.
2: Explain Christmas poppers to our American audience.
1: Well, I don't even know if they're called Christmas poppers, but they're like those little tubey things. And it looks like a giant piece of candy, but it's not candy. It's paper. And you pull it and
2: it goes, Pah! and then there's a fake crown on the inside and a joke. Like
0: a paper right- crown. They're
2: very popular in England. We don't use them so much here in the US. Oh, makes
1: sense why my mother always buys them and I never see them at anybody else's Christmas.
2: Because your mom's British. My mom's from London, England. (laughs) Yep, yep. That's why. The more you
1: know, (laughs) that's why I'd be the person in the pauper costume.
2: Yep, because you're the daughter of a British woman. (laughs) We actually have duo citizenship. You do. That's I'm true. I'm also British. That's true, technically. But you never sound like it because you grew up in the Canada. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, anyway, in so, the Canada. In the Canada. I don't know where that came from. Anyway, <laughs> so that's right. In faith the Christmas popper friend, and they go down to play tennis, blindfolded tennis. They, and they act like this is some kind of tradition.
1: Yeah, it's fucking weird.
2: Like, I, would, all, I wouldn't trust a bitch with the blindfold. Right? Come on. I was attacked in this house last Christmas Eve, and you want me to be blindfolded? You're out of your mind. You want me to lose one of my seven? Yeah. Fuck off. No way. Get the fuck out of here. Seriously, so she when she misses <laughs> the first time as a blindfolded person because of course she would. Her friend chastises her, like, "Come on, try harder," and then <laughs> she miraculously starts hitting the ball back to her, even though she's blindfolded. Oh my god, she's so good. It's so dumb. And then our candy popper friend gets popped just like a popper by the Christmas. By the Christmas tree. Ripped in half, exactly like you do poppers. Mm-hmm. Which, that's kind of fun. That's kind of a fun... That might be the most fun kill, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's not actually an execution, but the idea behind it is. It,
1: pretty. it was it's... pretty... It was pretty funny. It was very ironic with Christmas. Uh, yeah. she was a Christmas popper.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he- <laughs> would have been funnier if she was like... Oh my god, if confetti came out of her, I would die. Oh. <sighs> That crowd, <laughs> like if you're like, come on, they took this movie took itself too seriously. They should have gone full camp with it.
1: Oh, they should have, but they didn't.
2: <laughs> um. So then our friend here, our faith, the lead actress, the heroine, she screams bloody fucking murder and goes back inside and's like, he's here. And everybody's like, you're crazy. And all her, the guests start to leave except for her core group of friends. She's,
1: and she's not even crying. She's no. just like,
2: yo, that, that fucker
1: is outside. He killed our friend.
2: Yeah, she's like, I saw their die. And then all of the friends are like, thanks for this. This was uh, fun. I hope you feel better. And then they just leave. And she's like, no, you can't go out there. And she was right. Yeah. We don't see a lot of them die, but I assume a lot of them do.
1: Yeah, he just starts, you know, whipping his tree arms around, stabbing people.
2: Yeah, there's like a, a shot where the camera is like the arm for a second, chasing after people. <laughs> yeah which is fun. Um and then let's see what happens next cuz the tree comes inside the house.
1: <laughs> oh, cuz the girlfriend. Oh, the bitchy girlfriend. The bitchy girlfriend. She wants to leave and Faith and her friends are like, "Oh no, girl, we should hide. We need to figure out what,
2: like how to get out of here without dying." She's all like,
1: "No, I'm I'm leaving."
2: And she, yeah, she basically gives Louisa an ultimatum. She's like, you can either stay with your friends or you can come with me. And what are you going to do? And she's like, I'm going to stay with my friends. And then the girlfriend's all pissy and the girlfriend leaves. Yeah. Then she dies. Okay. Refresh my memory on exactly how she dies. Okay. Well, she
1: sneaks out the door. Okay. She Uh thinks she's being all sneaky, sneaky. She starts to run through the garden and then the tree is like right there and he's all like, ah, ah. Ah. And then he shoots his arm out so fast that it, like, pops her head off and goes into a fucking bird bath.
2: Oh my god, that's right. That's, that's actually... And,
1: and I have that as my best kill because I
2: thought that was the best one. Because <laughs> he just sh- pops her fucking head off. You know, that one's fun. That one's fun. Okay, so... <coughs> and then the girlfriend, Louisa, uh, she tells the others to go hide and that she's gonna, like, take the tree head on. She's kind of a badass. She act- She's acting like she's a badass, but she's not as much of a badass in practice. It's more of a no, theory. No, but you know she's what? Right I,
1: I give her an A for effort, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. She
1: did do a good job. She tried.
2: She finds Faith's dad's shotgun. Yeah. Cocks it. Pop and locks it, <laughs> and it, lock it. shoots him. And he's like, ha, 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 "I went right through me. You can't kill me. Ha, ha I am a tree." Yeah, and then he shoots out uh, a tentacle of lights, like the like um, Christmas lights, and. Lasso's one up over a mantle upstairs and then lasso's the other around her neck and hangs her. And can I just say I would like to point out a couple of things about this kill. Yeah. First of all, you can totally see the wires that are holding her up. <laughs> second of all at some point it looks like she might even be standing on something just because the way her um legs are not w- waving the way that they w- would properly be like just by f- nature of physics <laughs> yeah she's probably got like her tip tip toes like her
1: tiptoes like on, on a something. stool or
2: something yeah yeah
1: that's like a green screen stool
2: something and then there's the part that really got me and that's. You literally see a man's gloved hand come out of the tree that is holding the lights to, like, shimmy the lights up when he's hanging her. This is supposed to be a fully sentient tree, not a man in a tree suit. (laughs) Did you
1: notice you could also see his feet in a lot of scenes as well?
2: It's true. I was going to bring that up later, but, I thought it was so fucking funny. It's so bad. It's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Mm, I love it. And then we go upstairs and both girls are hiding. Faith is under the bed and her friend is in the closet, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Cindy's in the closet. Okay, so he comes in and he's like, you know, I killed your parents in this very room and that's where I'm going to kill you. (laughs) Just so comically evil. And, um, he kills the friend first. Doesn't he just like strangle well, her with lights, too?
1: They so they he leaves the room and he's like, "I guess hiding down the hallway or something. and they yeah sneak and they her out.
2: out. Yeah,
1: they're like, we can make it out of here." And he like grabs her by the foot with his his stringy light tentacle.
2: Mm-hmm. and he like
1: starts pulling her. And then I think he stabs her after that.
2: I believe you're right, like with one of his branches. yeah, and he's all-, all like. Yeah, she also mentioned that when he first came onto the property, he does kill another couple that were like on their way to the party.
1: Yeah, it's like her parents' friends.
2: Yeah, it's her parents' friends. The man, he, he's just, he like has this little, the tree has its own little inner monologue where he's like, all right, play it cool. A car's coming. <laughs> it's so fucking comical. <laughs> <laughs> And then he, like, adjusts himself, and he's like, be a tree. Be a tree.
1: I am a tree. I am not a person. I am a tree.
2: <laughs> and the guy gets out to, like, move the Christmas tree, and then... He gets gored and then the tree gets uh gets in the car and strangles her, the wife tentacles light. With his Christmas light tentacle. And then we see him drive the car as a Christmas tree up the drive. because like she's I'm just, not walking. Like her death scene is just kinda like uh eh, uh eh. It's like, like that-, <laughs> that would like, not have killed her. There was so little force behind that. <laughs> Very little force. Uh, Anyway, okay. So, all right, the friend got stabbed. And now she's, like, running for her life outside. And she stumbles into the woods. And he comes after her. And he's like, hey, I come from these woods. You think you can hide from me? (laughs) So dumb. It's like, no, the body you're inhabiting dead, not you. <laughs> but okay. And you know what? That tree may not
1: even have come from that forest. It could have been from a different forest. It probably could have been from a Christmas did. tree farm.
2: Yeah, because this was not, this was like a deciduous forest. This wasn't. This is your
1: regular, typical forest. Forest, yeah. At the
2: back it, of a farm land. Exactly. Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> this is not a coniferous <laughs> forest. Anyway. It's not a Christmas tree for us. No. Anyway, and then the cheesiest fucking thing ever happens. A fucking glowy as shit, like, ghost looking tree. Wait, just before that happens,
1: she's hiding behind a tree. And I laugh so hard because she's looking and all
2: of a sudden he jumps out and he's like, (laughs) BOOM! That's true, that's true. He does find her. (laughs) And then chokes her with, like, garland. Yes, yes, he wraps garland around her and is, like, about (laughs) to... He's, like, giving his his, uh, villain monologue to her. And then the glowy tree comes out of nowhere, and it's the spirit of her parents... Like, what is this? Some fucking Harry Potter bullshit? (laughs) It's so fucking dumb. It comes out of complete left field. And then the spirit of their goodness or some baloney bullshit. Not only does it... Literally obliterate him, but it also is such a powerful force of light and energy or whatever that it erases everything that's happened. And she's just been a drunk girl in the woods now, according to her friends, who are all still alive. Or she's crazy and she imagined the whole thing. There's nothing to suggest that. Cindy takes her back inside. They get her a warm Cup of cocoa, <laughs> a warm bath. And then they all walk out of there. Yay, friendship. Oh, then they're all kind of talking about it like it did happen, sort of. Like who would ever believe that there was a killer Christmas tree? Just like joking around, even though they had to have all just heard this crazy story from her mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's like what the fuck? And then they just like walk off into the sunset and that's it. <laughs> it's such I, a dumb movie. So dumb. So mad. I'm so mad. <laughs> Alright, um, so who do you have for best character? Best character? Mm-hmm. Christmas
1: tree, obviously, because it's literally a guy inside of a box covered with pine needles.
2: True, and then he, and he has the like, eye for half of it, too. <laughs> and he has, like, the best lines in the whole movie. That's true. He has some very comical, cheesy one-liners. They're fucking
1: great. <laughs> oh, and obviously the girl in the Christmas popper—they were kind of tied. Mm, okay, so honestly, Just I like she's in a Christmas popper
2: costume. I like Cindy because you know she's a girl boss in it, being a sex worker, and she's yeah, girl, and she's the only one who's like literally trying to make the party fun. She is. She's definitely the life of the party. <laughs> she's like, I've got spiked eggnog in the in the, uh, I've got, she didn't even call it spiked. She's like, she I've should... got s- It was so, she, the way she described it was so dumb. She's like, I've got special eggnog downstairs. Like it had drugs in it or something.
1: Me, the- I literally was like, yo, is that infused eggnog? Like, what the fuck kind of special eggnog are you serving? Okay, same, because I wanted some. Okay. <laughs> I literally, I wrote down, mm, I fucking love eggnog, bitch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We've got some in our fridge right now. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> I, I agree with you that he's, he's great, but like I said, um, Cindy. So, uh, worst character then?
1: The narcissistic
2: girlfriend. Tina, whatever
1: the fuck her name was. Okay, she definitely sucks, but I- And had the to, shitty redhead.
2: I was gonna say the shitty redhead, just because she's at this party with free booze and free food in this nice fucking mansion that she- Just freeloading. Yeah, that she didn't have to go to. And she's talking about it like it's an episode of fucking, you know, ghost bros. <laughs> ghost bros. She's like, yeah, they were murdered right in this. She's
1: just, she just sucks. She sucks so much. She does. She was very toxic. Mm-hmm. Those were
2: like the two most toxic people in the whole movie. So toxic. So toxic. Um, okay, so. And you have, yeah, let's relive the best kill for you. Um for me like I had already mentioned
1: it was when the tree like popped that bitch's head off like a you know fucking cork on
2: a wine bottle into the bird bath. <laughs> yeah,
1: because she was the only one that didn't have like everybody else's kill seemed like the exact same. It was either with the christmas lights being stabbed with the tree branches or um like being ripped in half
2: yeah it's kind of lame um I'm gonna go with the best one being the the popper just because it was fun
1: well it's very ironic iconic and ironic it's great
2: yeah I enjoy that she got popped like her costumes
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh what do you have for worst kill um when the parents friends the wife in the car was just like, eh, eh. yeah, that we died saw from hang. the tree lights.
2: I gotta go with your girl getting hung in the hallway because of the reveal of his hand was so egregious,
1: <laughs>
2: and her wires and the green screen stool and all that. Like that scene was so poorly done. <laughs> it was. Oh God, bless them. They tried. Movies are hard to make, and they made one, so we watched it. <laughs> Okay, so what do you have for funniest moment?
1: So okay, I kind of have two.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, one is when he's walking around with the the tree is walking around with a knife in his hand, and he yeah. starts like raising it along like the railing, and I'm like, I fucking can't. Yeah. And then I also like when he sees the regular Christmas tree and he pushes it over because he's basically like, "Fuck you, I'm the superior tree."
2: <laughs> that was good too. I gotta go with when he sees the car on this side of the road and he's like, all right, all right, get it together. <laughs> get it together. Uh-huh. All right, you're a tree. You're a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Him like having to like that inner monologue was funny. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, and what do you have from us? What the fuck moment.
1: The glow in tree battle and the entire movie. Fair,
2: <laughs> you can't say the entire movie, but yes, hundred percent. That lame ass ending that just tidally cleans it all up like and none of it happened.
1: Yeah, it's like the it's love of her parents was so strong, they it's came a... back to save her.
2: What a cop out! And why are they in a tree? Why aren't they just their angels yeah, selves? Why are they also a tree spirit? Yeah. Nobody performed a spell to put them in there. What the fuck? They should have come down as
1: flames. Also, why didn't anybody get, like, a flamethrower or, like, you know, make um uh, one of those fucking cocktail
2: things and throw it at the... Oh, a Molotov? Yeah, throw it at the tree. I would have done that. Did you see those people? None. Most of them were snuck up on. They didn't have time. There wasn't a game plan.
1: No, but the girls in the house... When they were like, we gotta hide. Or when What's-Her-Face was like, I gotta think of something. I wouldn't have thought of a gun. Because I'm like, it's a treat. That thing's gotta go up in flames. These are rich bitches. They don't know how to defend themselves. Yeah, I guess you're right.
2: <laughs> They've never had to. Except for the one who who got away from the killer. But they they never really show exactly how she does that, though. We just know that she gets away.
1: You know what? Who you never see die, and then you never see show up after she leaves the group is the girl in the glittery jumpsuit.
2: That's so true. We see her there. What happened
1: to her? Did she
2: just stay on the toilet the whole time while this was happening? Never got discovered, didn't even feel the loss. Just yeah. like had the shit of her life.
1: <laughs> yeah, like the she was just having a hell of a meeting, as Kate would call it. And
2: I liked I like to think that she passed out in the bathtub like Danny McBride in uh This is the end. And just woke up after everything happened. Yeah, and just made everybody breakfast I was like, okay, cool.
1: This is how life is now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the remaining food that you guys have.
2: Yeah. Exactly. And smoking the last of your weed mm-hmm all mm-hmm. oh, check 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 love that movie <laughs> it's a good movie so I've got a parting fun fact for us before we go are you ready yes so the band rise against right yes you're familiar I am I knew you would be because it's the kind of music you listen to and I like them too um the I, t- I don't listen to them but Nick does well i that's fair but But I know uh, who they are. Well, yes, but you do like punk music, and they are a punk band. Yes. Anyway, the point being, in the early days of Rise Against, the lead singer had a side band called, wait for it, The Killing Tree. Yes. (laughs) Well, all right, guys. uh, We wanted to give you a festive uh, and terrible film for December for Christmas. So we did. And, uh, yeah, there you go. (laughs) Tune in uh, shortly for us to cover Jack Frost. Ooh. Tune in next time. Bye.
0: Bye. Attack of the Killer Objects is edited, written, and produced by Anastasia Bird. That would be me. AOTKO theme was created by me as well, with free use music and clips from the following films. Killer Sofa, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, Amityville for the Evil Escapes, and Rubber. The outro music is They Come at Night by Shane Ivers, courtesy of SilvermanSound.com. Our website is Linktree forward slash Attack of the Killer Objects. There you can find descriptions of all of our episodes as well as our merch store. We have apparel and accessories for all ages. Check it out. And if you enjoyed today's show, be sure to leave us a five-star review in the podcast app of your choice. Until next time.